All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. You're listening to Real Life, a podcast from the Nation Network. I got 50, I got 50 for days. Brought to you by Finning Canada. All business, all winter. This is Real Life, the podcast episode number three. I am your hostess with the mostest, Jason Strudwick, veteran of many, many very good NHL games, over 600. There's a couple bad ones in there, I'll admit. I'm also the host of Dinner Television. You can see me every night from 5 till 7. And I'm also probably the best dancer and DJ at any wedding has ever seen. Sitting across from me, Jason Greger. He is the host of the Jason Greger Show on TSN 1260 from 2 to 6. Wildly famous man. Uh, he is also uh, a man who feels that he is capable of anything. He, I've never heard him say he can't do anything. It's amazing uh, the confidence he carries around for someone who maybe shouldn't have that level of confidence. And then... Just across from me, sitting on the bench press, obviously just worked out this morning, pecs to go on for days, comedian, actor, entertainer, Wayne Jones. Boys, thanks for joining us, Wayner. Thanks for having me. Strud's always good, by the way. I can't eat onions, I will say that. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so usually we have uh, Wanye with us. Well, actually, not usually. Usually. This is the third one. He showed up (laughs) once. Yeah. Yeah. He's like the Benoit Pouliot right now. He is. He's kind of invisible. He's invisible. And uh, so, uh, Wanye, thanks for coming again. We'll see you maybe next week. But we have a special. Wayne Jones, let's get into you. Now, you are a a long time. You're an Edmonton resident. Mm -hmm. Moved out to Toronto. You're back now. But you are an actor, a comedian. Tell us all about yourself so people know. Well, most people will know. But just fill in the holes for those who don't. Yeah, so, uh, um, yeah, Edmonton resident, raised here. um, You know, did a whole bunch of different stuff here while I was trying to find my path and then realized that kind of the best thing I was, you know, that I was capable of was making shit up on the spot, right? So it was like, and making people laugh and have a good time. So I kind of had to figure out what that was and where to do that. So I got on Google and I was like, sort of improvised comedy. And I found, oh, Second City in Toronto. Okay, and I, Second City, that's familiar. I've heard that name before. What is that? And I, I looked and it was SCTV. Oh, like Bob and Doug McKenzie. Sure. Those guys, the hosers. Okay, I know at least listen to these records. So I go, okay, you know what? Let's pack up. Let's leave everything at Edmonton. You know, I got a lot of friends, a lot of family here. Great times here, but... Uh, there's just something else I have to do, you know, I have to get this energy out and, and I I'm doing it so much at parties and I'm throwing my own DJ events I'm booking out clubs in West Edmonton Mall and I'm I'm getting on stage and emceeing weddings and I'm doing all that stuff But I'm not getting paid for it and it's not a professional, right? Sure. So I go well, you know, how is, maybe this is the thing to do so Move to Toronto uh, get involved with them and then just never look back. That's uh, Improv comedy started learning it trained tr- in Toronto there Chicago, New York um, toured all around Canada now, and uh, did some. I've done some huge shows back here in Edmonton. So uh, 
yeah, just do that. And then uh, whenever, you know, someone needs entertaining, whether it's a, um, a party, a corporate event, wintertime now is coming up. So that's a big time for comedians. We get booked by law firms and really boring places of work to come in and sort of (laughs) light it up for the holidays and uh the accountants yeah Yeah. the accountants but how hard is that when you walk into a room full of like people that are they're like make us laugh you know without a few drinks like in a bar i think it's different right everyone's feeling good they're going for a good time but you're now in corporate edmonton and they're like hey hey funny guy let's tell some jokes they have they are so they have no idea what's going to happen so i am in such control because i can just have in my mind that i want them to have fun I want them to have an amazing time. I know that they have so many days that are monotonous and boring. So if I come in and I can get them motivated and get them laughing, then it's going to be a day they never forget because they will always remember the shit they do all the time. But those days that just blow their mind, they'll never forget. So me knowing that I can do that to them, that's what gives me the confidence to do it. It's interesting to get in that. Like, how do you learn improv? Well, I'd say that there's two ways to talk about it. So for one, improv is is like freestyle rap is improv. You know, getting up on stage and, and hearing the, the, uh, the, the music to one of your favorite songs, like that one with the three chicks in the 80s that you like, that song. You oh, yeah. Wilson it, Phillips. It's a terrible Phillips, song. Great song. If you heard just that music, <laughs> if you heard just that music yeah. and then had to make up your own words to it, you could make up something kind of funny and we'd all laugh, you know, and that's improv. So just making anything up, being spontaneous is improv. Then, so I think you have to kind of have that or be able to want to do that or enjoy doing that, that sort of thing. Um, and then there's actually learning forms of it and um, a lot of little tricks and nuances that we do when we perform. So things like the very basic rules are, are yes and. So if you say something to me in a scene, I, I say yes to what you, you say to me and then I and it, so I add something to it. Okay. So it's an offer back to you. So if you say like, Say and make any statement to me at all. What do you think of Jason Strudwick's hair? I think Jason Strudwick's hair is, is amazing, and not only that, but he's dressed incredible. So do you do you get paid to lie? <laughs> yeah. That's my, that's <laughs> okay, good, because that was like <laughs> this he, whole he's, thing. He's wearing his, his yeah. favorite sweater. And yeah. His, his his. By the way, just that's, so you know, <laughs> I, I haven't caught on, but uh, yeah. his hairdresser Renee has uh, labeled his hair I heard the this. tongue. I heard yeah, this. like the it's. Tongue, uh, yeah. Like that's a very unique R- Renee basically she could go to comedian camp because that's that's one of the best terms I've ever heard about his hair. Well, you know, like it's kind of an offer he made coming in there, like looking good look, the way he does, because it made her say something back. Right? It, <laughs> it made her day special. She doesn't name everybody something. She's not coming someone with the lips and the nose and the eyes. She's calling him the tongue and that's the only one she's got. Right. So that makes her yeah. life special. So yeah. I but that's Thank the thing you. in improv is that so. Um, what you did is you asked a question. So in improv, we're taught not to do that. Just ask statement. Just make, make a statement. Because the question make, make, puts the onus on me to come up with something. But I said, I love the way it is. And then I added, and he's dressed wonderful. Because then you go, oh, really? He's dressed wonderful? That's his favorite sweater he wears all the time. And we can keep building off that. But if I say to you, like, you say, hey, how's he, uh, you know, how do you like his, his hair? And I go, that's okay. Yeah. Now you got to figure something out. You got nothing out. So you don't ever really want to go with the who, why, what, when, how. It's kind of the opposite of that. You don't ever want to. Yeah, you want to make those statements. Yeah, you want to have an open-ended all the time. Yeah, exactly. Your your who, what, when, why, how, you want to make those statements. So I want to say, it's so great being here, Mom, in the library with you eating lunch. People know I'm in the library with my mom eating lunch. If I say that right away at the top of an improv scene, the crowd is at ease because they're like, okay, now we know what we're watching. Uh, we're watching this but if i go hey how's it going what's for lunch people are like who who are they to each other where are they the crowd has too many questions and they can't figure it out right it's it's harder to watch so you want to make sure you keep you want to give the other person something to build off yes because i've been finding radio or on tv when someone stonewalls you you know like hey the Oilers played great last night uh boy it wasn't jordan i really good yeah and then you're looking over to the other person like well you just said everything i already said and that it's so interesting. It's very similar in that way. Oh, very similar. It's uh, I mean, it would be like for you know to, to for you guys to take some improv classes and get into it. It yeah. would help so much huh. because uh, and maybe not you, but maybe the guys you're interviewing or whoever stonewalling yeah. you. Well. But uh, yeah, it's so there's little stuff like that you can learn with improv. Um, being emotionally affected by there's a lot. It's acting. It's more acting than it is stand up comedy. So I, I've done stand up too, and I don't do a lot of it. But I enjoy it, but I just. I prefer acting and, and improv acting okay. um, because it's so much more dangerous to me just not knowing what I'm going to do. You know, having a crowd of 300 people and them, me telling them for months, come to my show, I'm going to kill it. 
I'm gonna kill it. You're gonna and laugh you don't know so what you're hard. Gonna, you don't even I have know. What no you're idea what I'm gonna say. So do, do people then just <laughs> who outlines the scene? Like, does somebody just throw out? Okay, uh, talk about uh, dating experience. Exactly, but even less than that. We we'll ask for the best guys in the world. Are you know? Well, they're all over, but Chicago is a, is a hotbed. It's where improv was born. And they'll go on stage, and there'll, there'll be two of them. They'll come out real fast, and they'll say, "All we need from you guys is a word." And someone will say, "Mushrooms." Thank you. Boom. Lights go down. Lights go up. You're going to see 30 minutes nonstop hilarity uh, somehow inspired by mushrooms. So that's what I prefer. The legal or the illegal ones. you got a lot of ways to go. I love <laughs> exactly, it. Exactly, right? Because you don't even remember when it's illegal ones. So just, some of the best times ever. I've only ever done them twice. I, I don't approve those kids. Just so you know. Not, so you make that choice. That. You make that choice. As soon as you, I say mushrooms, you think in your head, the legal or illegal one. Yeah. you got to make a choice. Which one are you going to do right now? I'd probably go illegal because it's just funnier. Well, for sure. And then sure. right away you start the scene, you're like, yo, man. You know, and you're, 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 you're trip in the <laughs> yeah. middle of your trip. And that's where you start. So uh, when you start there, imagine where you can go, right? Best, the best mushroom story, you know, our buddy Hutch with his uh, one-inch leg. His, <laughs> Terrible at, legs. They're at, Big Val, they're at Big Valley, and his girlfriend, uh, they're on mushrooms. His girlfriend gets lockjaw. They have to go to the hospital. <laughs> so he's riding in the back of the ambulance baked out of his marbles wow right and then he gets into the doctor's office worst and he's, and he's trying to play around with a stethoscope yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah like it was a whole wow. people, you could he could tell that story people you think well this isn't happening yeah like he's it's one of those things where like a guy like wayne who's obviously very talented could easily just make up a story like that and you'd believe it yeah oh yeah that's a good one though like hutch like can't tell a story but he's just a real life improv basically the things that happen <laughs> in his life aren't believable it's amazing he has legs like uh like a flamingo or a stork it truly <laughs> i've never seen the skinnier legs on a human being anywhere male female child it's amazing yeah there's a buddy on my uh t hockey team i play with his I met his, I think it was his sister's dog or his dog out in Toronto. And it was it, the, the poor dog. It was getting old and it's late. It was doing that thing where its legs sort of splay out as it, as it, sure. in, in the really skinny legs. So I noticed he had the same legs as his dog. So I call him Ruby now whenever I see him because so <laughs> he has those skinny little legs that keep, you know. <laughs> so now uh, Str Struds thinks that he could improv. Yeah, hundred percent. So, 100%. so we'll, we'll, I'll, I'll get. Why don't you two and I'll t uh, maybe not a word because okay. I don't, I don't want. Sure. You're not in Chicago okay. level yet. No. Oh, well, he spent some time there. <laughs> yeah. he, he did play. He played he, there. He spent he, some time in Chicago. Yeah, He's breathed yeah. the air of Chicago, so it's probably right. somewhere in his DNA. Cleveland, yeah. maybe I'm up to Cleveland speed. So I will. Uh, I will just okay. say like Chicago karaoke Saturday night. So what we can do, just to give it a little bit yeah. of structure, okay, I need some help. is uh, we can do, because when we do it, uh, it's like there's two forms. There's short form and okay. there's long form. So the okay. whose line is it anyway stuff yeah. is short form. And you've worked on that. Have I've you worked not? with, the, with uh, Colin Mockery from there. Yeah, the, the legend. He's amazing. He is unbelievable. Yeah, he's incredible. We did oh. th we've done three shows in Edmonton here. What makes him so good? Why is he a legend? Like He's really good at sexual innuendo. Like incredible at it so it's anything that comes like anything that anybody throws at him he can make some sort of sex joke out of it and not like a dirty yeah he's like, never overly it, perverted it's, not, it's just it, kind it's of funny dirty or or, or uh, uh gross or anything like that it's just funny it's just funny and when it comes to stuff that's like a little bit risky it's humor always wins so if, if you're doing something the more risky you're doing something the funnier better it better be that's sort of my rule if you're going to do, like we do acting, so we'll do accents and we'll take on characters of different ethnicities and stuff like yeah. that. And my rule is if I'm going to do those, I have to like do it so that if someone of that eth ethnicity is in the crowd, they're having the best time. I like see. they're enjoying uh, it. They're yeah. laughing. Yeah, because you don't want to look like a racist. Well, you just don't want to be, you don't want to be making fun of the culture. Yeah. You want to have fun with it yeah, while sure. showing that you still love it. But what we can do is um, there's a game that uh, uh, we call the alphabet game where okay. we're going to do a scene but we have to start each sentence with the with uh, the next letter of the alphabet. So let's say we start on letter B, right? Do you know that the alphabet? Yeah, we, I, where's our pen? <laughs> I better write no, this down. It's fun because <laughs> every once in a while you run into someone who has a hard time remembering how to yeah. go, and then that's what's fun about it. But so if it's about karaoke in Chicago and what was the third one? You Saturday said? night. Yeah, Saturday so night. So like I can play along too if it's three. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Sure. Let's all do yeah. it. Yeah. So I'll, I'll start. We'll start with the letter B. Uh, so I'll start. So uh, so now we're we're in the scene. We take you to Chicago karaoke on Saturday night. Boys, it's good to be here with you tonight. Can I look any better than I do right now, dear? I'm not sure you could. Everyone, just relax, okay? I got some beers. We're gonna get going. We're gonna sing some songs. 
Finally, Gregor's wife let him out of the house because she runs this show every day. Ganja is the favorite thing to do on a Saturday night. Have you guys ever smoked ganja and done karaoke before? Interestingly, it'll be uh, the first time for me both tonight. Just in case we get off the rails, I want to tell you, I've only ever done shrooms, never ganja. Knives are really dangerous, so if there's any in this room, I'm just going to put them away right now because we're going to be uh, stoned, so uh, I just want to make sure safety's first. Love is in the air. Uh, Jonesy, you've got your tight leather pants on, and the ladies cannot deny how good they look. Man, did you see that soft four just walk by? It would be nice if we could see a hard 10 soon. No, I missed her. I've, I've seen nothing but uh, five straight across here. But I, that's okay because, you know, I think I'm only a four myself. <laughs> oh, man, it's good to be beside you guys because that brings my average way up. Pretty ladies just usually kind of fluctuate when Struds is around. Not for him, but usually for the guys he hangs out with like noodles. Question. Do you think we guys, us guys, are going to have a big night tonight? Do you think we're going to score with the ladies? Well, the response will be very simple. I think that you're uh, correct. One of us will, and the other two of you guys will enjoy your pizza. Sadly, I'm not sure who fits into the category of one or two right now. We kind of have to roll the dice to see who wins. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I think we missed a couple letters in there, and uh, we would have got buzzed out by the crowd. Yeah, Struts was started one. with a W. Well, did I? When I say that, response, which one? We got to keep going. We got to oh. keep going. We can't stop. Uh, what's after that? Here we go. This is, <laughs> this is, this is the good part right here. Oh, WX, X. Uh. <laughs> Xylophones are my favorite instrument. Harry. <laughs> yes. You threw me off here. Right? <laughs> Yellow cool. xylophones are much more entertaining than red ones, and even better if you can throw in some cowbell. Zebras playing cowbells and yellow xylophones <laughs> are the best shit I've ever seen in my life. It's so it's pretty hard actually. We oh, one more. We got we one got more. One more after Z. One more letter. Yeah, we didn't. We started B. Oh. After all said and done, we all know you two will be going home early in the cab, and I'll be there. The end. <laughs> Thank you. Now the crowd goes wild. Uh, the crowd goes wild. That's pretty impressive. Like, it is yeah. hard to think about. So that's on... like a... a is, it, is the alphabet like one of the easiest ones? That's yeah. the, that was really that's hard. Like the easiest. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. That is the easy, one easiest of the easiest one. ones. Well, I like that, though. You could do it more often. Like, I'm sure it's like anything. You need practice, right? right? Sure, yeah, yeah. And you don't have to go... Like, we kind of started going in a circle, but you don't have to do it that way. You can... We can go for a while, and you can jump in, throw one in, and you can oh, throw one in. Oh, yeah, okay. Stuff like that, and... Uh, it's funny because when you're first doing it, like we did and learn it, like we did it, you run into those letters. Like actually, sure. like I literally know xylophones. That's it. Right. And that always gets a laugh from the crowd because half the crowd or two thirds of the crowd is thinking xylophone too. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, like, they exactly. got nothing else either, yeah. right? Exactly. You know? You're thinking X-ray. I know. Yeah. Uh, Xerox. Zenobia. Not even sure that's a word, but. So we'll do. We do. Uh, that's short form improv. So that's like what Colin Mockery's. Uh, really good at and, and those are those they're quick games they're like four or five minute games yeah like Wayne and Brady was really good on that show great too. he's a great singer he's super funny physical um, you know and then, then long form improv is like could be as long as you want it could be an hour long with just you and me making stuff up and we and then we're not going for the quick laughs we're building a story yeah, we're building characters so how much of that is you know, we t we cover sports we talk a lot of sports how about chemistry with certain people that you work with where you know that if you throw a certain way they're going to be they're going to kind of pick up on what you want because i'm assuming if, if you if you do it yourself you can kind of build the story in your head as you go but you need someone that you work better with if they're going to understand and not necessarily divert off of the angle you're looking exactly. to go exactly it's uh it's huge it's it's and again, it's it, there's two ways to think about it because on one hand you want someone who is going to pick up where you're going, but on the other hand you want someone who's so good that they're always going to throw you off too, but in a good way, okay. like they're going to keep you on your toes because nah. you, you don't want someone who knows where you're going to go and then answers it boringly. Sure. You want someone who knows where you're going to go and then throws it back to you, wh something that you like but ne not necessarily n know where it, what it was going to be. You know, so it's uh, guys that I've work with over in, over in Toronto we're more guys that can just hang out and, and like buds more mm -hmm. and then when we get on stage it's we have that chemistry off stage so on stage we know we have each other's back kind of thing. 
So for all of the listeners out there, uh, Wayne Jones is with Struds and Gregor today. Wanye's uh, still here in spirit, but he might be back next week, shockingly enough. But there are a lot of people out there that are pretty funny that don't necessarily know how to take that funny. And as you said, either make a living out of it or do some things that, that they enjoy more. So what kind of advice would you have to any people, you know, regardless of age, who are thinking, you know what, I think I'm kind of a funny person. I'm just not sure how to make that funny work for me. Um, I think we've heard probably a lot of people say, you know, uh, oh, you, you could do stand-up comedy, you could be a comedian, or I'm going to do stand-up one day, I'm just terrified of it kind of thing. Sure. Um, oh, and then improv is even a little le- lesser known of how just to jump into it. You'd have to go to an improv company here. I'm actually starting to teach some classes myself, but then there's also a group called Rapid Fire Theater here that's oh, yes. really good, and they do classes. Um, but I would just say to people that there's, like, life is crazy, and there's a lot of bad shit that happens and shit we can't control in life so if you're really that worried about going on stage for five minutes and saying something you think is funny nothing's gonna happen to you like nothing at all it's it's like the worst is you get booed off stage the, and that's like i don't and that's you, not you would even have that to bad. be so bad to get booed off stage you would have to be offensive uh. people would just more be silent uh, and, right. and maybe one guy chirps out like you're brutal or something like that but then <laughs> Then it's like, you know, up, but then that's all, that, that's all you have to deal with. You're still going to go yeah. back to your, your friends, your family, your life. It's five minutes, you know, and everybody, all the best comedians have bombed and they yeah. say we've bombed sure. and they say bombing is where we learn the most. Where did you bomb? Uh, I bombed the first time I did stand up in Toronto because I got way too drunk. So I was nervous <laughs> okay. and I just ended up chirping Dion Phaneuf the whole time. Like the captain of the Leafs, like this guy shouldn't yeah, be right, a captain yeah. and all this. So I played baseball with him when we were a kid and I just was like, I just didn't think he was a captain material and that was like, but, and then I had something about cheese pizza and it was just horrible. Like the Dion <laughs> thing was a rant and it's like, I don't even, I don't not like the guy. Like right, he's right. fine, but it was just, sure. I didn't, it was a hockey opinion. Mm-hmm. And then the cheese pizza thing was just, I saw like a cheese, it was called a half moon cheese pizza and I just tried to make something like I didn't know what I wanted to say right. and I got too drunk and it was terrible and it was just silence and I got off and I was just like, whoa, you know, wh- how many things did I do wrong there? And you just, you analyze back, but that's where you learn the most. You go, I got too drunk. I'm not going to do that again. I'm going to have maybe one before I go on or something like that, or none. Yeah. Or, and then I go, I did a rant and I talked about some pizza I don't even care about. Like, this is not even things I wanted. So you learn so much in that. But then again, it's, it's like, you know, so if you're motivated, if you are that funny person who wants to maybe explore it, that should then motivate you to do better. Yeah. Like you, you know, when you, when Milbury said the yeah. thing to you, right. And then <laughs> yeah. that motivated you to work harder. Sure. Right. It's yeah. like, that was a low point in that yeah. room when that was said, it's a low point, you know? So, uh, I think the people that naturally want to pursue that career even if that happens to them where it's, you know, crickets, they'll go, geez, I got to do better than that next time. Like, even if I get two laughs next time, it's better than that. Right. Yeah. What's well, instant feedback? Instant, instant feedback. feedback. Now, Jones, you have a massive presence on social media, uh, Twitter. What's your Twitter handle? Twitter is Wayne Jones 11. And same with Instagram. It's the same, right? Instagram is, uh, Instagram is white rhino Wayne because my, my comedy group troop is called white rhino comedy. Now, I was looking on your Instagram. I creep. I creep all the time. Yeah, Facebook, I'm creeping all the me time. Too, professional creeper. And I saw a thing on your Instagram where you were at an Oilers game. I believe it was last Friday. And you were stuck in an area where you had a beer. And yeah. you had to f- complete it before you left that area. You weren't allowed you right. to leave. Now, I watched the video. And I've seen people chug beer. And I thought, like, man, this guy, why is he doing it slow motion? Right. Like, but then I realized that's how long it took you to drink a beer. Now, for those of you, you're going is what's the Instagram again? Uh, account White again? Rhino Wayne. Go check it out. This beer, I swear to God, I've, I've actually never seen anyone drink a beer this slowly. <laughs> was it was that an extra big one or what? Like I, even Gregor could have drank it in half the time. Like, yeah. What, were you were you making a statement or, or is that the just thing is normal? I've chugged a lot of beers in my life, right? So I'm not trying to prove anything to anyone. It was more about just getting it done. So it's like, how can I get it done the most efficiently? And I'm like, I'm going to enjoy my time with this beer, but I'm just not going to stop because that's what chugging a beer is, is you go from right. start to finish and you don't stop. And I had these young bo- kids there that were watching yeah. me kind of thing. And I even thought in my head, I'm like, you know what? They, maybe they want to see the crazy guy pour all over his face, but I'm 33 years old now. <laughs> you know? I, got, I, got, you know, I got to do something on social media that's right. like, it's a little bit fun, but it's, right, uh, right. you know, I got to get it done. It's, it's about getting the win. It's not about how you, how you do right. it, right? But don't you want to, like, because I, I think it took a whole period. Did it you did. miss it? Yeah. It, it, was, like, it started, it was I started the, the second intermission, 
and I was done uh, right when the horn sounded. So the slowest. And then on your Twitter handle, uh, yeah. Wayne Jones Eleven, it says you're also on there. It says you're a hockey instructor. That's right. Is that legit? That's legit. That's and legit. I've coached. Um, uh, well, I've instructed at CAC Hockey School. Oh, wow. For about nine years now, in the summer I do there. I'm the head instructor for their uh, wow. hockey school program. Do you have your certificate one that Strud spent 19 hours trying to get last <laughs> No, they told me that uh, they said it's just a bunch of guys in jeans out there. Don't worry about oh, it. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you had a buddy in the same class I was in. That's right. So that for those of you who don't listen, last week I did a whole – I did six hours, four in a class, two, on on, two online and two on the ice. This is I have coaching one, so I can coach my kids. So that's eight initiation. hours, eh? Yeah, eight hours total. Well, six, but I was trying to get all the math. <laughs> eight hours total. Thanks, Griggs. I'll tell the jokes. Actually, Wayne will tell the jokes. But your buddy was in the same class as yeah. me. Yeah. What did he think of the program? Well, he was excited to be in the class with you. Right. That, that wow. was his highlight. <laughs> so you got to remember, some people are doing it to get the coaching thing, and some people are doing it just to hang out with you, right? <laughs> did he wear jeans to the I, on ice? I don't know. I mean, I could see him wearing jeans, but he's also been uh, – like he, oh, so we do this, this thing every, uh, every February we have a thing called, uh, called the Shinny Classic. Yeah. And there's a, a town called Fallon, which is just outside of oh. Sil Sylvan Lake. I know where it is. <laughs> of and, course you uh, do. They have, uh, they have the old boards and the glass from the Saddle Dome there. Yeah. Really? So we book it out uh, every February and we about 60 guys come out. We make four teams. Yeah. And we play this outdoor Shinny Classic game. So last year we had the captains, we had the plug captain. So it was yeah. like the four most brutal guys <laughs> were a captain of each team. And uh, is that an honor to be? It was captain? an honor. I mean, they got a big round of applause, right? <laughs> and it was just a fun thing. It was just everybody was laughing hard because it's like because they're probably always they're like the kids always get picked last, right? right. Eventually, yeah, you're like, now I'll decide, and I'm gonna make you stand but, there. I would have got together as those four guys and said, you know what? The four loudmouths who think they're the best players, they're going last. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. I mean, they should have rose up and done something, but they didn't. They, uh, they, most of them took it really well. I think one of them didn't like being named the plug captain, but, yeah, uh, but Derek, uh, Derek Wilson, shout out to Derek. He's the guy in your class. Yeah, he Derek. was one of the plug captains. Plug there, captains. So. Yeah. I'll just say this. D-dub, good for him. D-dubs. If you're going, if you're going on the ice to teach hockey, you should never wear oh, jeans. It's like skiing in never, jeans. You just, it yeah, just it is. is a no-go. Tight jeans, baggy jeans. They're all jeans. Now I'll admit I wear jeans, but I just put track pants over top. What? Yeah. Well, well, that's just as no, terrible. What are it's you talking not. about? No, no, no. Wow. I can't rip people yeah. for wearing that jeans was a, that and was then a, admit that you wear no. jeans and then you just right. put your little fake. You pulled the rug out from under yourself no, no, no. there. I cover oh, it up. You guys, you can't compare it. I cover up my jeans no. with track pants. You don't know the difference. You're watching the practice. Oh, now, I, well, of course you can tell. Like, your no. Kramer, first of all, your jeans are way too tight anyway. Your Kramer jeans, no wonder you can't stretch out there. Like, why Strud's turning like he's a tugboat out there? I Honestly, I have no problem with that. It's it's fine. You're covering it up. Why do you wear jeans under? Because well, because I would wear um, sweatpants, but I don't want to have to take my pants off, put my sweatpants on, then put the other one on. So I just do the old. Just wear right some top. Lululemon pants. Show up and put your track pants over top yeah. of them. Well, like this morning, I was on the ice already this morning, and then so I came here. I had my jeans underneath my track pants, so I didn't want to come in here with sweatpants. I mean, you look great in them, Wayne Jones. He's wearing sweatpants. He's wearing sweatpants. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Well, this is a this is a suit for the media. Like I buy sweatsuits, how regular people buy suits. You know, I look at him like I spend a good like the most expensive I can find three hundred dollars sweatsuits. I'm like these are my this is my, like my the nice the velour ones are unbelievable, nice man. You can't get those purple Barney colored velour pants very often. The sweatsito. That's what they call I remember because uh, I in 2007 I met uh, Alice Hemsky. We became pretty good buddies. Yeah. And uh, so we used to, like, there was a few years there where he was just kind of the best guy on the team, you know, yeah. getting the most points and stuff like that. So he, we, we'd go to the club and he'd always get me in. So I knew I was always good to get into the clubs with him. So I just started showing up in my sweatsuits and stuff like that. <laughs> and I'd be in the club partying, dancing all night in a sweatsuit, just loving life, you know, when no one else could get in like that. But for me, it's all about comfort. Did you tell the ladies I just came from the gym? Uh, you know what the ladies were the la it, it was it, it worked you know it was like wow no one else can get sweatpants like normally yeah they're wondering like what who is this guy yeah he, yeah that he can wear sweatpants yeah. with a stain and a hole in them and still get in exactly the and that never happens anywhere else in life. Right? it's only when you're it's in the true. club it's yeah, only other, in the club. other than getting into Walmart you know? <laughs> all right I got I got to tell a story so obviously Jason Greger I'm Jason Stride we got Wayne Jones actor improviser uh, the man of many talents hockey instructor hockey instructor <laughs> allegedly we're gonna have to get confirmation of that yeah, get confirmation I gotta tell you about a party I was went to last night, Sunday night. I was invited to a, this uh, dinner party, just guys only, 
And it was sushi. Now, there's a guy in, in town. He makes really good sushi. And he bring, he'll come to your home. And you can help him make it. And Vin. Vin. Yeah. Everyone knows Vin. Everyone knows Vin. So Vin's unbelievable. So Not Vin Diesel. My buddy. Yeah, not Vin. So he, he says, you know, so my buddy invites me over for this dinner. Vin's going to cook it. I'm like, cool. Uh, so just just guys. So we go to this party. Uh, next thing I know. So it's a sausage party? It is. All guys. Except there was one girl. And what Vin does, he, this time we didn't really, we weren't involved making the making it. But he, um, he had this young lady. She would gear down, and he presented the sushi on mm. her torso. So now, just she's not completely naked. She has uh, underwear on. Then they, he put cucumbers on her, around her nipples, on her breasts, right? On her yeah, areola. That's good. That's, that's right. Fully covered, fully that's covered. fully covered. But I'll tell you what. So, you know, you're a guy. You're like, okay, this is interesting. And she was lovely, nice girl, beautiful, whatever, really nice. But, you know, at first you're like, oh, this is kind of awkward. You're going down to pick the sushi. And then she's staring up at you. So it even makes I like, I actually you, do you say hello to him? I, I yeah did. you gotta say something well, nice sushi but do you not like I, I'm asking you what do you think would have been the right protocol because I did engage her talk I'm like hey how are you doing and then she, she, I'm like do you like sushi she's like actually I don't like sushi and we had this little conversation but the sushi is so good after a while I forgot about her I just kept pounding the sushi what do you think Jonah so you were just whoa 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 were you just hovering no. over the sushi or did other guys get in to get a piece yeah. of sushi no because you don't want it that's another part I didn't want to seem creepy I think these are my <laughs> friends so I didn't want to seem creepy so I wasn't gonna hang it's her. also about where like where which piece you grab from what part of her body too you know what i mean well, so pretty much from if you're grabbing right in the abdomen kind of thing but right. if you're sort of too low or too high that might say something too well right? that well because it goes down to just below her belly button to between her her chest so it, but it was on it was on um kind of like that roll paper they use so right. it wasn't just on her skin so there's no skin on skin touching when your hand well, touches no but there no well you're using chopsticks come on okay. everyone geez amateur hour over here i think you gotta <laughs> i think you gotta engage you gotta engage because um, you know, so she's getting paid for that job. She understands that her job for that night is to essentially be a beautiful piece of furniture. Right. She understands that. Right. She's she's agreed to that. So it's sure. not like you don't got to feel bad for making her that because you didn't. She's cho she's chosen to do that job, get paid for that. I'm sure she gets paid well to do it. Yeah. So now, if she's a beautiful piece of furniture for that night, uh, you know, when you come to a house, you see a lovely table. You go, oh, that's a wonderful table. This is a nice table. Where'd right. you guys get this table kind of thing, right? So if you come to a house and you see some shitty table, you don't yeah. say anything. Yeah, a right. table, if it had feelings, would right. feel like shit, right? Because no one even said it was nice or anything like that. So if you come, hey, how you doing? Oh, this is great. Right. Yeah, you're killing it here on the table. Thanks for holding that sushi up. All right, see you in a bit. You know, she's going to love that. That would be nice. What, so, Greg's, how do you come off on it? Do you, have to, do you have to engage or is it just like you're just grabbing sushi? Yeah, you know what? I've never been to a, a sushi party that uh, involved... Uh, a girl who is partially clothed, so I'm not really sure. I guess I would go in like an improv the okay. first time, and uh, I, my biggest beef would be like, do I pour, do I dip it in? Does she have the dip? No. Right in, like in her belly button or something. Like that. That'd be like, good. Like, that'd be good. Like, do I get to pour it on first? I, there'd be a few questions I want to ask. Because yeah. if she has the roll paper there, so I'd be curious more about the questions. The other thing is, I'm not a great chopstick guy. Right. Like, I'm a, kind of an average chopstick guy. So I'd probably right. be, I'd probably be self conscious saying, okay, I want to grab one. Right. But I don't want to break it apart. Because sure. how brutal would that be? First right. of all, Vin clearly is a big sushi guy. Huge. You would be disrespecting him by breaking his sushi. So, right. yeah, I'd have a lot of concerns. I would probably just slide in very quickly because I wouldn't feel over. I'd be like, hey, how you doing? Good sushi. I'm out. Yeah. Cause yeah. You and I definitely creeper. wouldn't hover. Like, hovering no. over a girl in that situation, no. then you're, you're, you're getting uh, uh, going right into Creep Town. There's no yeah. doubt about it. They that. used to do it in Edmonton at a restaurant. Oh, yeah. Yeah. On, oh, really? On, yeah, Jasper right on Jasper and 109. Yeah. It was called Kai. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Kai. And oh, they, they did, did it there. Yeah, they did it there for a while. And I think it just, like, people, it was a good gimmick at first, and people yeah. liked it. But then I think it just. If I the think, food isn't any good, who cares? I think that's yeah. it. And I think also when if people, like, not a lot of people show up, then it's weird. Right. right, because if it's a packed party, it's something kind of cool. But if there's just like a few people in the place, yeah. then right. this, this girl's gonna be. What am I doing? You Plus, know? she'll know when you're like, you know what? You want to be a regular at the bar where the waitress knows your name and everything right. like that. I'm not really sure. She's like, oh, there. Hey, there's <laughs> there's <laughs> Tony again. Tony, oh, yeah. come here. Hey, what's happening? You know, jeez, Tony, Tony, we got fresh shrimp. Get over here. Yeah, he always likes to eat it from one part of me. Like, you know, it's kind of a weird <laughs> fetish. It was actually an incident happened where I was beside her and I was getting um, uh, some a, a tuna roll, and it fell. It was so it was on. It was just below. It was so in the middle fell. of the stomach. It fell from you got her some side, side touch. No, well, it fell into because her arms were beside her. It fell like off the kind of her abs onto her arm, but it was kind of in the crevice there. Bit, yeah, and there was a little bit of like it was by her boob. So I was like, so I, I was like, this is uncomfortable for her. She doesn't want to have this piece of sushi sushi on her arm. So 
I'm like, I'm going to take it off. I'm like, I don't know if I'm going off the reservation here or whatever, but I, I did grab it and I plucked it off. And then there was some leak there, you know, like there was some stain. So I'm like, I said, this is, I don't want to be weird, but do you want me to wipe that off? And she's like, you know what? Thank you. But can you get Vin to do it? And I was like, okay, fine. But cause I didn't really want to do it. Cause I didn't want to seem like I was trying to, you know, creep her out, but yeah. it, you also have to be a human because no one wants to have greasy yeah. sushi on her side. Here's my honest question. Here we go. Would the sushi have tasted any different if it wasn't served on her? No, but I think so it's... So what's the purpose? Uh, like, the purpose, different. you're kind of putting guys in a situation right. to be creepy. Like, because it's, you, you know, it basically, it's almost like, I think Vin and everyone, they were testing to see what people's level of creep was. Yeah, see, I would have been right. different. Like, if I would have had the spill, I would have, I would have, wouldn't have asked. I would have just wiped it up. I would have announced it to the whole room and made it say, oh, just getting this one here. Just wiping this up quickly. Hey, a little bit of rundown here, Vin. You know, just got you, buddy. Hey, Vin. Hey, I guess. And then when you're that, you know, right. boisterous about sure. it, right. it sort of covers you on the, like, you weren't trying to do right. some sneaky, <laughs> yeah. sneaky yeah. thing. That's you're, a subtle creep. Yeah. <laughs> no. you gotta be, if you creep, you got to be open about it, man. Well, that's so like, here's the other question, okay. though. Let's, let's reverse it. The other. Would you go to a party and be the table at the girls' sushi party? That's a good question. Oh, um, am I am I naked? Same thing as her. Yeah, you're wearing you're wearing one of your little so banana just, hammocks. Just uh, like the extra small one. Just a speedo. One. The yeah. elephant. Yeah, the elephant. Trunk. Yeah. Um, Penguin. Yeah, I pro- well, it seems no, like there's no chance. You thought too long. You wouldn't I, no, do it. I'd have to be pretty drunk though. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. I because I think she was completely sober. So yes, I would probably. Well, no, you depends wouldn't do who, it. Do I know these women? Well, no, like, of is, course. Is your wife inviting me over? Did she know you? Trust no. me, my wife. My wife doesn't need to laugh like that. She just <laughs> has to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> she no, laughs like, enough with your clothes on. She doesn't need to see them on. Like, you you need to be paid, wouldn't you? Yeah. Well. Well. What's yeah. the number? Well, that's something. So you're 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 asking. That's what, that's what I want to know. No. No, but, what, what's your number? No. Well, first off, I wouldn't do it for my wife's friends. All of a sudden, like, no, no, hey, no. hey, trust hey, me, they wouldn't want you to do it. No, well, they might. They, there's some, you know, I mean, whatever. They're only human. But <laughs> if I had to do it in like Leftbridge, and you said, Jason, we're gonna pay you two hundred and fifty dollars for five hundred bucks. Five hundred bucks. I would, I would do it just to do the story. But then you'd probably like, do, you know, they're a little bit men are a little bit more hairy than women, so you're gonna have to get. Well, you'd, you'd have, have to, to shave. A, well, yeah, for yeah, sure, you'd right. have to shave. Waxed. Yeah, and then is there is there touching? We'd probably have to make up some touching rules because women are a little yeah, more handsy they than are. guys, <laughs> for just, sure. They also, be. the chopsticks are trying to grab the cucumber. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, the key. <laughs> <laughs> The key would be whether or not you could be controlled that if suddenly the chopstick did inadvertently touch it, that not suddenly now you're going from a two to a four. <laughs> that would be your challenge. Because I, I know you, it, like your wife told me, some, if she just walks by the room sometimes and, 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 and says, blows you a kiss too hard, right. suddenly all of a sudden it's like, whoa. Well, so you get excited. I don't, think you, I don't think you could work. I don't oh. think you would be very good have in to that job. Belt it down, maybe yeah. take a belt and. Uh, yeah. yeah, get a. Some steri strips. What about you? Would you do it? Um, I, it would depend on the situation. Like, what is the like? If it was like some, you know, just random thing, maybe not. But if there was some sort of fun thing behind it, you know, like it's, for me, I'm a kind of a situation by situation guy. But I know I'd have to be getting paid a decent amount of money because just to do it for the story. When you're sitting there for, you know, ten minutes in, you're gonna be like, why am I doing this just for the story? The yeah, story. plus you can't move. That's well, the no, other thing. It was two courses, so she was probably on there twenty to twenty five minutes. Then she got up and moved around a bit. And then we put her back down for another. We didn't put her down. That sounds terrible. <laughs> She's not a dog. It's like the worst. Yeah, I know. She, I just, she, I she just, tried to get away. No, and we no, threw a net over no, her and brought her back. No, 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 we put up. some tranquilizer <laughs> and put her down. <laughs> put her down, man. Woo! That guy yeah, didn't go well. But uh, no, it was an she interesting had She had a break. She yeah. had a break. Yeah, she had two sessions of about 25 to 25 minutes. Speaking of break threads, we got to yes. take a quick okay. break. Thank our, our wonderful sponsor, yes. Finning. And uh, we will return with the favorite part. Uh, we have some story time. And we're going to talk about Wayne's favorite team. It's 2 a.m. It's been snowing since 2 p.m. Most people are snug in their beds, dreaming of a winter wonderland. But not you. You're out there, pushing winter around, getting it out of the way, taking care of business with your reliable, efficient, and affordable cat skid steer from Finning. From just $5.36 a month with the all-business lease, heated seat included. The all-business skid steer for all seasons. Call one finning today. All right, I am Jason Stradwick, uh, one of the many guests here. Actually, I'm, a, I'm not just a guest. I'm a host on this show. 
And I got borderline (laughs) (laughs) learning. This is Jason Greger across from me. And then the man in the uh, sweatsito known as uh, Wayne Jones. Uh, Jonesy, it's always fun having you. We're going to talk about your team. The Edmonton Oilers, a hot start, very hard start. And their last uh, seven games have really only got two wins. So they're struggling. They lost to the Rangers the other night, uh, 3-1. Everly was taken off the first line. Um, you know, there's uh, Lucic hasn't been producing maybe the last couple of games. Benoit Pouliot uh, doesn't have a goal in a number of games, uh, actually quite a long time. This team, they're getting goals from Maroon, Pitlick, but not enough support. Are you, are you getting antsy now as an owner fan? Looking around the standings, they seem to be coming back to the rest of the herd. I'm getting antsy the same way I've got antsy all the past years. Like, you always, you know... In some recent years, it's been big losing streaks off the hop, and you've kind of not as much antsy. You've just been sort of there's been despair. Yeah. But you know when they're doing well, you've got antsy before. But in past years, you haven't had as much promise. I think that like this team could be the team to turn things around. Like you've had it, but you've been lying to yourself a bit. But this time, it's like there's guys like Connor McDavid on the team. You know, we have players that are like like he's a guy who is so next level. And I think they're having a hard time, you know, finding who can play with them because he's just he's faster than everybody, you know. And so, for me, it's uh, having guys like him, having guys like Drysaddle, who's been playing well, I think, from what I've seen. But you know, I think he is a, a, a big step he could take. I don't know, he could explode at any at any moment, maybe. You know, he's kind of that player who all of a sudden right. steps it up another level. Our defense is much better than it's been. Our goaltending is much better than it's been. So, I'm antsy because we've always we've sucked for the last since 2006 but you know i'm not uh i'm not afraid yet i think there's a lot they can do i think they have a good coach i think they, you know gretz is in the building sometimes now and you know we we got uh i think there's a lot of promise so you're positive you're, yeah. you're more positive than negative i think oh I think yeah that'd be in the minority i think more people are getting negative griggs Oh, yeah, of course, man. Uh, you're, you're, they've only won two of their last eight games. So, for sure, there's going to be the, uh, the negativity creeping in. Uh, the team, while well, they've given up the first goal in, the, in two minutes into the game, five of their last, what is it? Well, I've done it six times now this season. Crazy. It's And it's ridiculous lately. And now they've been able to come back, like in the Pittsburgh game, uh, Dallas game, they gave it up and then scored three minutes later. To me, it's more so there's too many guys slumping. Nugent Hopkins doesn't have an even strength goal all season. He only has two all year. Mm-hmm. All right, Everly, yeah, he had the three-point game, but he hasn't done much in this eight game. McDavid doesn't have a goal in eight games. Pula doesn't have a point in nine games. You know, Milan Lucic is somebody who's good. Like a lot of guys are streaky players, but when he's not scoring, he's got to be doing something else. And I haven't seen him, you know, beat the hell out of anybody physically. And I'm not just talking fighting, just, right. you know, man the body guys. Right, too, yeah, right? so they yeah. you know, I- I'm curious now when they head out to Anaheim in L.A., this team was built to be more competitive in their division. Yeah. Those are the teams at the top of the division. The Anaheim Ducks and the LA Kings have just, like, basically they have been what I did to Struds when we would have one-on-one oh sort of uh, athletic endeavors. I just dominated him. He's Dominate. yet to beat me. So that's basically what the Kings <laughs> and the Ducks are to the orders for yeah. the last few years. And I'm curious to see now. They should be annoyed. Right? I'm curious to see how they match up in Anaheim, in LA, two teams that have absolutely owned them for a long time that mm-hmm. that to me is, it's it's only two games but it's a test to see where this team's at i didn't think the orders were going to win the division even though they right. had a great start but i thought they'd be a team that could compete for the wild card spots legitimately and in order to do that you've got to beat some of the top teams they did that with washington st louis but they haven't done it against the quicker teams but those quicker teams aren't in their division so yeah. they don't have to worry about pittsburgh or new york until the stanley cup final they're not making the stanley cup final this year but if they want to be a good team and be competitive, they got to beat the Ducks and the Kings and show they can be competitive against them. A concern for me is the slow starts. In the NHL, if you, don't, if you get that first goal, it's so important. You know, you go out there and you want to set the tone. And I, I always felt you want to have a very good first five minutes and last five minutes of the period. In the middle, whatever happens. But, you know, you get that first goal early in the period, it really sets the tone for your game. If you get scored on or scored on at the end of a period, it really, it really also yeah. changes that dynamic going into the dressing room. So, you know, what did you say? Six times they've been scored on the first few minutes of the game, yeah. which to, to me is – Four out of the last five. That's It's just it, – it, quite frankly, it's unacceptable. Yeah. If I was Todd McClellan, I'd be throwing stuff around that room because you've got to be ready to come out, especially at home and last night that goal was preventable it was 100 percent preventable and it wasn't a rookie 
it was Lucic who didn't get back in time. And that, for me, you know, you're saying that Lucic's got to be better, he's got to do more, or he's got to be noticeable. That's where you're noticeable. You take that extra step, he's won a cup. We know he can do it. We've seen him do it on Stanley Cup final winning teams. But you just got to take that step, and you have to be the leader to show the guys this is how we do it. We, we take that half because Jordan got caught um, on Friday night against Dallas. Dallas yeah. Who scored that one? I uh, can't think of it now, but he didn't get back in time uh, either. You know, it's that half step, and that's the difference. That's If you're not scoring, you're not a liability. And those, those are two examples right off the top of my head that that's why it's happening. I was, you know, I've been wondering about, like, I have a, a deep-seated fear that I don't think it's true, but I'm, I'm worried about Lucic and the big contract he signed, and, and, and is he as motivated as he should be? And I've loved him as a player forever. I just love the way he plays. I love that toughness. I agree with you. I haven't seen it as much this year. I've seen a hit or two. Maybe, like you said, I think on an earlier podcast, guys don't want to fight him because they know he's going to, Beat the shit out of them. Yeah, just be in, like. I understand that. Guys. I yeah. understand that. If the fights aren't coming, I understand that. But you know, I don't want to believe that. But at the same time, I think he needs a little more, f- you know, fire under his ass, just a bit. Because as soon as he gets sure. like that, like Cassian's playing like that, yeah, right. Yeah. And and he Luchy, played great last yeah, Lucic is the same type of. You know, they're the same similar player, right? Yeah. So it's like, just get that fire lit under your ass. Now, we always wrap up with story time. Struts yes. has had a few. So now wait, we're, we're going to ask you because uh, you've been touring around. You're in Chicago. Yeah. Uh, I want to ask about the, not necessarily for you, but the, doesn't have to be for you, but maybe you were in this situation, like the funniest on stage situation you've been involved in in your career thus far. <sighs> funniest on stage situation. Oh, man, that is tough. I mean, it's funny because I actually remember watching my friends do, you know, because I when like it's a different thing when you're doing it, sure. you're in it, and when you're watching it, you can see it. So I've watched my friends do things that I can like. As soon as you say funniest thing, I remember a hundred things that other people have done. Um, myself, jeez, uh, I mean these big shows I did with Colin Mockery. We did a show in Calgary on May Long Weekend. We did two shows. We did a a Calgary show at the Martha Cohen Theater that was about five hundred people. It was about four fifty. But I had about 40 or 50 friends from Calgary that couldn't get tickets, and they yeah. just sort of broke their way into this theater. <laughs> so it was fucking awesome. It was yeah. like a Pearl Jam concert in 1991 yeah. where it was like this, this theater, this Martha Cohen theater is shaped like an opera house. It has like two balconies. It's just beautiful. Yeah. I remember people were like hanging over the balconies and on the walls and banging their hands off the wall for jokes. And there was just a lot of crowd. Like guys were rowdy and drunk, so they were yelling you know, weird shit out from the crowd. Yeah. So we just had such a good interaction with the crowd. Uh, some guy was yelling Duck Dynasty out, so I kept bringing that back. And sometimes if you just repeat what people in the crowd say, it's funny. But so that's what I, rather than a specific scenario, I'd say like I remember a specific show. That Calgary one was just on fire. The whole thing from start to end. We had people up on stage from the crowd. The guy that I got was just wasted. And he was just this younger guy, like 18, 19 year old wasted. And he, I'm getting him to move my body around. To, like so, so uh, yeah. a, a younger guy was moving Colin's body around in weird positions, and then wherever they move it, we have to justify why we're in that position. Yeah. And so this guy was moving me around, but I could just smell the booze coming off of him. He's <laughs> breathing in the back of my neck, and he's just awesome. wasted. I loved it. Maybe you should be the sushi guy. Yeah, you know, I, I loved it because it was just so unpredictable what this yeah. guy would do, and uh, I loved the chaos of that. And I think when you find that, that's where. Uh, that goes so that was that was amazing and um, and the whole show was good so when when everybody like I flew a guy from, uh, from Toronto my buddy Pat Thornton now he's a stand-up comic he's been on Just for Laughs and all over you've probably seen him on TV if you ever watched the Comedy Network yeah. like a yeah. Winnipeg Comedy Festival or oh, something yeah. like that uh, and a bunch of TV shows so I flew him out from Toronto to be on the show with me he crushed it and the opening guys we had crushed it so when you have a show that's just like people are falling out of their seats and stuff that's what you remember is yeah. those and that's what you do it for you awesome know? Well, Wayne, it's been an awesome time having you here. Uh, yeah. Wayne Jones. Wayne when, Jones. When's your next show in Edmonton? Yeah. Uh, so I got a show tonight at uh, the Varscona Theater. Every Monday night, I do a show with Dynasty. So Dynasty is a live improvised soap opera, and it's been running for 26 years in Edmonton. They've won what? A Cana- yeah. They've won a Canadian Comedy Award. They're always, you know, one of the top-ranked shows at the Edmonton Fringe. Nice. Uh, guys like Mike Myers have done the show. George LaRock did the show. One time, yeah. uh, um, uh, Nathan Fillion, who's the oh, star of yeah, Castle, yeah. So he, 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 was, he was part of Dynasty. So yeah. I'm a part of Dynasty. I'm in the cast. And uh, every Monday night, 7.30, 
Uh, I have a show on Wednesday at the Rec Room at 7.30. And then I'm going to do a big Christmas uh, charity show event, which might be at the Rec Room or, or somewhere else, but it'll be a big one in Edmonton. So if you guys want to uh, come to that and just laugh your ass off all night uh, in, a, in a good spirit and for a good cause, then that'll be... Uh, uh, you can just follow my Instagram, White Rhino Wayne. And that'll Perfect. the info will be on there. So well, yeah, you let us know, and we'll fire yeah. it up on, on the nation. Love to. Yeah, it'd yeah. be great times. And then also, could if, you put, could you put Struds on stage? Uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah easy. I can. That'd be great. So like, maybe you could just like, lay there as a sushi guy. Well, it's, it's <laughs> that'll Vanna get White. laughs itself. Yeah. Well, and, and Wayne, you're also available for sushi parties for women. Right? I'm Maybe available. Yeah. I no no cover though. I'm going. I'm going just birthday yeah. suit. Uh, birthday thanks, suit. Any final words from you, uh, Sir Gregor? Not at all. It's, uh, you know what? Okay. I'm very interested in. Uh, I think we should go take an improv class. That'd be fun. Honestly, I think it would be great. Yeah. Well, I'm going to teach one soon, so you guys can come to mine. We'll get and to we'll, we'll, uh, Sir, And I'm not even joking. No, I would we'll love do to it. Take something. Yeah. Like that. It'd be good. Well, can you help him find a personality? But I can still juggle. I took drama class in grade ten. I know all the juggling. I'll stuff. have beer there for everyone to warm up a little bit. Right. You know, that yeah. always helps. See, like Struts needs alcohol to try to make himself feel right. funnier. But right. the, the funny people can be funny sober. Well, you. Sorry, go ahead. No, I find my personality at the bottom of a bottle. <laughs> there's <laughs> a few bottles. <laughs> uh, there's a there's a, a quote going around uh, that's from a famous comedian. Uh, I think he's an English guy. I can't remember exactly who it was, but he says, uh, you know, some guy was gonna they were gonna do a show and he grabbed a beer and he drank a beer and he said, uh, "Oh, you're having a beer before the show." He goes, "Well, you think I'm gonna go out there alone?" <laughs> <laughs> I love that one. I love that one. Let's end on that. Jonesy, thanks a lot for coming in. Griggs, as always. Thanks for having me, boys. Fun having you. Fred's, uh, next week, the return. The return. Maybe. Maybe. Perhaps. Of Wanya again. Wanya we'll on see. Real Life uh, Podcast. Uh, we'll see you next week, It's kind of like your soap opera. You can show up once every month. That's right. <laughs> Talk to you next week, everybody. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.